Hello, my name is Tara Suber, and welcome to Tara Talks 2. Thank you so much for continuing to follow me on my journey. This has been an absolute wonderful roller coaster ride of emotions. <laughs> uh, we've, we've cried together, guys. Uh, we've celebrated together. We've laughed together. And I am so thankful that you are continuously supporting this journey with me. I am certain that I have been called to do this work in this season of my life. I'm not sure what tomorrow holds or the next season, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it all. In the last few episodes, we have gone through one of the most traumatic experiences in my life and I have suffered many many days of being depressed being anxious being outcast being singled out and ridiculed for decisions that I made now I just want to make that very clear I made decisions whether I was immature or inexperienced or just ignorant. I made decisions that transformed my life during that time and I went through a significant amount of trauma. I dealt with a significant amount of disappointments and hurt and shame because of choices I made. I take complete responsibility for my part in the decisions that I've made. Now, one thing um, I will say is that I will not blame myself for those actions against me. And I will not accept blame for those things that happened to me that were against my will. But it is my responsibility to process my way through it, to persevere, to be resilient, and to be resourceful and finding ways to release those things and be restored. And this platform is an extension of my therapy therapy absolutely yes I have sat on the couch so to speak because it was virtual during COVID and sought help for dealing with traumatic issues in my life the trauma during the time was not necessarily at the forefront of my mind but I remember when COVID hit and everything around me got quiet you know, we weren't able to hang out, go out to eat, you know, go to events. There, Everything was canceled. Everything, matter of fact, is strangely so. I'm going to put a timestamp on this episode. This is insane. I'm going to put a timestamp on this episode because today is March 13th, 2023. This is when I'm recording this episode, okay? This is Monday, March 13, 2023. I recall the day in 2020, 
it was my grandmother's birthday weekend. We were all gathered at her house to celebrate her 89th birthday. I believe it was 89. And while we were there, it was a Sunday. I believe it was the 15th of March. I'm almost certain it was, but I'll go back and check because I have video from that day we went live on our family private page for those who weren't able to make it. And we celebrated her. And I recall the kids being outside and the kids coming in saying, there's no school tomorrow, there's no school tomorrow. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then all of a sudden, the emergency alert came over. All Everybody's phone started beeping. And that was the day that the world shut down. Well, our world in South Carolina um, we received a shelter in place order because of COVID-19. That was in 2023 years ago, almost to the moment today, because today would have been my grandmother's 92nd birthday. She passed away, um, in January, January 16th of this year, 2023. I don't like timestamps, but this is important because I remember the day the world went quiet. During that time, when we're normally um, going out to eat, going to events, one of my favorite things in my town was the Flower Town Festival. I love that. Festivals, wine festivals, um, just traveling, things I love to do because those were my outlets. Those were ways that I used to compartmentalize traumatic experiences to kind of um, tuck them away and overshadow them with stuff, <laughs> with life. And when the world went quiet, the aftermath of that was my mind was no longer able to shutter those things away that were experiences that were uncomfortable for me to deal with, that were unusual, that were traumatic in many sense, senses, I was no longer able to shut them down or shut them out. And so they took a front seat in my mind. Now, what that began to do was cause me to emotionally act out in other ways my grown self acting out because I didn't want to face what was the real problem and it came to a point where I had to I had no choice but to talk to somebody because it was it was it was bringing strain in my life and and it was causing um it was causing upset in my relationships and in my marriage and it was just totally upsetting, you know? So I had to sit down because before I wanted to just blame everybody else for my issues and my dear friend, I never forgot the day I sat on my back porch that I had recently set up due to COVID as a, an outlet the back porch was always empty it had nothing on it, it was a ceiling fan <laughs> and some plants and so I, I went I never forget I went to big lots and I got some patio furniture 
and I set it up real cute. It got some lights on Amazon, some solar lights from Amazon. So set the atmosphere on my back porch. That was my outlet to get out of the house because the kids were home. There was no school, so they were home schooling. Lord help, that was a time. But I remember my girlfriend coming over after I had one of these explosive episodes where I was acting out and just getting belligerent, okay? Yeah, that was me. I got out of hand, okay? Um, and she said to me, Tara, I hear you. Like, girl, sis, I hear you. But I understand you feel like you had to say something or do something. Or maybe they are wrong for what they did, is what she said. But you are responsible for your reactions. In every situation, you are responsible for how you respond to every situation. I wanted her to be on my side. <laughs> I wanted her to say, girl, you know, you're right, girl. I would have done that, girl. But, you know, she's, in, she's a, a therapist. So she put on her little cap and she tuned in. She tuned her um, emotional relationship with me, her friendship with me that we built, she tuned that out and she honed in on a problem that I've obviously been having. She said, nah, sis. Yeah, I know. I understand you upset about what happened, but you have to take responsibility for how you respond in every situation. Yeah, I was mad. I just hit my notebook at her day. I was mad because I'm still thinking about that moment because I, I just wanted her to be on my side. I wanted her to take my side. And she was like, nah, boom. You need to get help because it's obvious that situation didn't equal to the way you responded. So it's not matching up. So you're, you're obviously suppressing something, hiding something or dealing with something else. And you responded to the current situation based on past hurt. So get yourself together, get yourself in some therapy and let's get it done. You know, you always preach it. Oh, honey, faith without works is dead. Faith. Okay, so put in the work. You want changes in your life. You want things to work out for you, Tara, but you got to put in the work. You've been disguising it for many years, but you got to put in the work. And in that moment, reality hit me like a ton of bricks. And I sought a therapist that was good for me. And we had virtual sessions one hour a week, one hour a week. And I had to put in the work. This is a continuation of the work because the aftermath of what has happened to me throughout my childhood, throughout my teenage years and early adulthood, it was too much for me to continuously try to suppress. There's a, a saying about nobody see the elephant in the room or <laughs> can nobody see there was an elephant in the room and I was in denial. You can only sweep so much under the carpet before there's a lump. And I was in absolute denial because I learned how to do life. I learned how to walk through it, to smile through it, to, um, Oh gosh, there's a song. I think, Solange knows sings it. I think Solange sings a song. Um, and it says something about the words go, 
you can't drink. I tried to drink it away. I tried to smoke it away. It just goes to all these different scenarios where you try to get through whatever it is that's bothering you by covering up with other things. I think Solange sings that song. I'll look it up after. But that's what I was trying to do. And many times in life, that's what we do. Women in and I'm speaking to my sisters, my soul sisters. I know my my all my sisters be listening of all colors and of, from all different tribes. But particularly speaking to my African-American sisters, because I'm, I'm African-American, I can speak to how I was raised. We were raised to be tough, be good moms, be tough. We learn how to take care of ourselves because ain't nobody else going to take care of you. So you learn at an, at an early age to you got to let all that other stuff go that happened to you because life keeps going. Things keep moving and you can't get stuck. So although this happened to you and that happened to you, all right, that's cool. But you got to keep moving through it. We weren't necessarily taught like my sisters from the other tribe to get help to seek therapy to deal with the aftermath of what's happened in your life we weren't taught that traditionally in the african-american culture we were not taught to seek professional help child just turn it over to jesus you make everything all right well honey as much as i was turning it over it was rolling back on me, heavier than before. Okay, so I know some people may get offended by this. I know, because we all haven't grown to this knowledge and understanding. Because many in the Christian, African-American Christian home believe that I got Jesus and that's enough. Well, Tara Super had Jesus and it was not enough to help me process the aftermath of my life. It was just another vice to cover up all things bad because he makes all things new. Yes, he makes all things new, but I was still dealing with the old stuff. They was just tucked away. So in reality, I needed the balance, the healthy mental stability and a spiritual covering, whatever you choose. You already know who I choose. Okay. So whether you choose those other gods or whatever higher power you decide it's a free country. You can choose. But you know who I choose. I choose the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And so that brings me balance. But I have to put in the work. Either way, in everything you do, you got to put in the work. One of the things that helped me get through, I mean, seriously get through the aftermath of a lot of trauma was the counseling, going to therapy on a weekly basis. 
and putting in the work. Because you can go to therapy all day, but if you don't put in the work, I mean, it's not going to help. Now, you have to realize this is me in 2020, putting in the work from stuff that was suppressed many, many, many years prior. And I do realize I'm not a fool. I realize that everyone is not going to take this route. But I chose to get the help that I felt was necessary for me to live my best life. Since we we all into living our best life, you know. But some 30 years, 35 years earlier, my therapy was my tribe. I I discovered forcefully because once again, being accepted by a group of girls was tough for me. And then being outcast by them felt even, I mean, it felt bad at the moment, but I, I'm going to be honest, y'all. I was glad because <laughs> I didn't like them anyway. I didn't like girls. I just, just something about females. It was just too much drama back then. You know, I, I told y'all in a couple of early episodes that I was a tomboy. So when they put me out of their group, they ostracized me. Oh, woe is me. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was glad, y'all, because it forced me into situations where I had to seek out my new tribe. And when I tell you, my new tribe was incredible. We had like minds. We we spoke rough to each other and nobody got offended. My new tribe in high school was a combination of guys and gals. We were... Um, the one thing we all, a lot of us had in common is some of us were into sports. Some of us was into ROTC. So, you know, we, we just, we was tough. We learned how to be tough because we were in, um, some of us were in marching band as well in the band. And so we were used to being in environments where competition was tough, whether it was sports, whether it was band, I said band, yes, we went to band competitions and we showed out. We worked hard all summer to compete during the competitions. And in ROTC, those of us who were in drill team and unarmed drill team, we went to competitions and we competed against other schools. So I found my tribe. I found my tribe. The most beautiful thing. I found my tribe. And I also found what I thought at the time was, oh, Lord, here you go again, Zira. High school sweetheart. There you go. Senior year in high school, we started dating. <laughs> this is uh, the father of my second child. We started dating and, and we related. He was in my tribe. He was a part of my tribe. And one thing that him and I had in common is that we were homeboys and homegirls, number one. We live really close to one another. Number two, we grew up together. Number three, and we both had experienced some trauma in our early childhood that we were able to relate to one, one another and talk about things. And he believed me right away. He believed me when a lot of people didn't believe me, when a lot of people could care less what had happened to me, he believed me. And to this day, him and I are good friends. We co-parented for years. Um, our son, along with my husband, I will tell you a few stories about my tribe. Finding my tribe 
in finding a relationship that I can trust again with someone. Muddling my way through that. Muddling my way through a second pregnancy. And having to deal with being put out of the house. Because daddy said, you get pregnant again, you're gone. Y'all for real though, I'm going to be honest. When we finally revealed that I was expecting, let me tell you how fast I left that house before my daddy got home. Because, <laughs> listen, listen, I already knew he meant business because my daddy didn't play. My daddy didn't play. And hear me and the boyfriend at the time, the baby daddy, he's like, we got to tell them. And I'm like, yo, yo, hold up, hold up. Let's get through prom first, yo. <laughs> You know what? I I know my auntie knew because she made my dress. Aunt Judy, she made my dress. And I nearly, nearly fainted one day when she was measuring me. So she probably, I knew she knew. She just gave me some water and looked at me strange and went back outside and smoked a cigarette. That was hilarious. <laughs> she knew I was pregnant. Senior year in high school, pregnant again, covering it up. Daddy going to put me out. Got through prom and he called himself across the street to tell my mom and my dad that we was expecting lord jesus y'all praying for me <laughs> i hope y'all praying for me because i'm gonna go through that journey on next week i want to thank you so much for listening on this week i talked about the importance of finding balance for a long time in my life i was out of balance and so once i found order, I was able to take care of myself. For many years, I was not finding healing because I, it was, I was out of balance. But today, I would like to say to you, if you're dealing with trauma of your past or things that happen to you presently that you just can't seem to process, if it pops up in your mind one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times a day and you find yourself suppressing it, if it's if it's hindering certain things in your life, if it's causing you anxiety, there's nothing wrong with talking to somebody about your mental health. Mental health care is self-care. Self-care is a big thing and it has been for the past couple of years. But mental health care is the biggest part of self-care. Come on, why do you think people take vacations to get away from it all? Why do you think people take time off from work to get away from it all? You can get away from work. You can go off on vacation, but you cannot escape your mind. So you need to sit on the couch with somebody and walk through. Put in the work. Put in the work. I promise you, it'll help you. It'll make you better. And when you're better, when you're better, you, you can give more of you to your family to your friends to your circle of love you can do more and you'll do it and you'll enjoy it more because you've emptied of yourself not just physically and emotionally but mental mental balance man you will enjoy life so much more you will i promise you try it try it you'll see until next time god bless you and be encouraged.